Deanna Joy's guys are back fresh off our trip from Cork. Barry, Fycon, Ireland. What an experience. It was, man, wasn't it? It really, really was. It really was, man. It was, from start to finish, absolutely wall-to-wall entertainment. And we were glad to be part of it and providing some of that entertainment. Yeah, like for everyone who's been following the show, or if you're new, make sure to like and subscribe. It was... Uh, and if you're from Cork, thank you so much for hosting us. Yeah, it was... Like, we are literally blown away from the event. Uh, it was cool just meeting people, meeting some of the fighters, getting some of the fighters on the show, getting BCAs from Knocko as well. Yeah, Knocko really sorted us out. Uh, I met Beck Friday morning. She gave us loads of cans. Everyone was actually so grateful for that down there because yeah. there wasn't actually too many drinks available down there in terms of non-coffee drinks. Yeah. People were like... Give us one then, will you? Yeah. And then uh, Wonder Boy was like, these cans are awesome. It's like, <laughs> it's like an energy drink. Frank Mayer was like, I'll have one too. It's like, all right, Frank, no worries, man. Yeah, I was like, if you beat me in a grapple off, you could have one, Frank. And he was like, all right. And I was like, I'm only messing there. Yeah. Have but, the bag. But uh, no, yeah, as Ross said, Bex did drop them down to Ross. And uh, we got three flares. And, and it was uh, Miami Strawberry, uh, Caribbean. That's the one with the pineapple here. And then uh, Passion. Ross, which one was your favourite? My favourite was the Miami. I actually originally thought I was going to like the the Caribbean one or Caribbean one or whatever way people actually say yeah. that one. But I, I was actually like, oh, you know what? The Miami one is my favourite. <laughs> it is. Well, that's it. Oh, I'm yeah. drinking it now. Like I'm like, I'm like, this is tasty. You haven't stopped I'm, drinking it. And normally I'm like, oh, I'm not keen on strawberry drink, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but it does the trick. No, that's the one I was drinking mostly as well. Like yeah, I think I had about five of these on uh, Saturday. I don't know if I'm supposed to have five of them at the one time. <laughs> that's 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 what it took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, like see, Just stay energized. Like with this show, this what we're going to discuss today is obviously how we got on a FICON, everything about it for the people that missed out because I'm sure people are interested in what it was like just meeting the people, getting the people on the show, what we went through, and uh, all that sort of crack, who we met. Uh, also, later on in the show, we're going to go into the world of combat, because this weekend, UFC 248 is going down, Israel Adesanya is taking on Yoel Romero, so we're going to like get into that crack. And then uh, at the end, we're going to discuss the, all the crack in the Champions League, Europa League, and the Premier League. But uh, Ross, we should start at the very, very top. We, you, you got fully stocked with Nokos. And then uh, we were sort of on our way to Foycon. Yeah, we were on the road, I'd say, by shortly after one o'clock. Uh, I had the drive down. The whole way down, we were like, we were, we were quite apprehensive. We sort of discussed what's going to happen. Yeah. Who who do you think we're going to meet? You know, is anyone <laughs> going to recognize us? That sort of that, that sort of buzz, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we weren't 100% too sure what we were actually getting ourselves in for. Yeah, so we yeah drove... because it's never been done before. So, no. and I got you see, I think that's more my fault because I'm really like, what's going to happen? Or and also because <laughs> it wasn't in Dublin, it was harder to envisage as we'd never seen the venue it was in before. Yeah. So we were going to see it first time that everyone else going to get to see it. Yeah, we on the way down like very Irish weather. It was like lashing rain, really sunny, lashing rain, really sunny. So by the time we got down there, like I was like turning on and off. I was like, I hear it. Also, my sat-nav stopped working on the way down. And we were going to one of the lads' workplaces where they were doing their live podcast. Yeah. And I sat there and went, it says the hotel is 25 minutes behind us. And then their workplace is 45 minutes in front of us. But then next thing you know, I was like driving and went, oh, there's the Clayton, which is a chain of hotels for anyone who doesn't know that. And I yeah. went, 
oh, I wish we were staying in that Clayton. <laughs> and then it was, like, and then it said Clayton Silver Springs, exactly where we're staying. Like, exactly where we're staying. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. We were dying to check into the hotel, yeah. just get rid of stuff, and like not be driving for three hours. Yeah. When we were actually about to pull up, I was like, Ross, that's definitely it. You can see Wonderboy waving at us. And Ross was like, Who, where? <laughs> like, obviously not. But then when we actually pulled into the car park, Ross was like, there's Ben Askin. Ah, Wonderboy. I was like, ah, shut up, man. I just cracked that joke. And they were literally coming out. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, they were with... With their agent. Their agent, JC. She's head of PR, I think, for Paradigm. Yeah. Really, really nice woman. And then... Or a taxi driver as well. <laughs> yeah. there. Shout out to the taxi driver. Shout out to the taxi driver. I shook his hand. I thought he was like Ben Askren's dad, but like I was totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, Ben Askren looked like he probably hadn't slept in about um I'm gonna say forty two hours. Yeah, he, he was he looked knackered too. Yeah, me. his eyes were like shut. And he was walking around with flip flops as well, by the way. And then Wonderboy was like, I like the Guinness. I was yeah. like, You're a legend, man. You're actually a legend. <laughs> he actually is <laughs> he actually is a legend. We're definitely gonna get into that more about Wonderboy, but yeah. like he was like Buzzing and willing to do everything. Yeah, he was for the fans. When people say he's the nice guy of all time, it's next level niceness, isn't it? Yeah. He's up there with the sage norcuts of this world. He is indeed, he is indeed. Yeah. Uh so we checked in the hotel and we went to check in and I went, Your room's not ready yet. Yeah. And then And this was like half four. Yeah, so if you don't know me, uh I know how things run. So I'm like, hmm. The average hotel check in time is three o'clock. It's now half four. Why is my room ready? Yeah. Um, the problem was the fo- football team, the Finn Harps football team were down. Yeah. Finn Harps football team were ho- holding up the show. Very Finn Harps. In fairness, the Foycon lads covered our hotel. We might as well be honest about it. But if they didn't cover our hotel and we were paying for the hotel room, I would have been snapping. Yeah. But you see, the plan was after that drive of being like hot, cold, hot, cold, like it. You want to go in and like wash your face and like mm. put on a new T-shirt or something, or give your give your teeth a, a, a scrub. Yeah, yeah, you're you know what like, I mean. You feel like you've been on a plane traveling. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, it, it's very long sitting in the one seat for ages, and no yeah. matter what you do, like the car seat gets like warm and clammy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. That's just what happens. Yeah, that that's exactly there's, what happens. There's no yeah. there's no ways about it. Yeah. So we went into the room. We oh no, chilled out for twenty minutes. Jumped up and down on the beds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Barry was like oh, I'm in the double And I was like Fine I'll be in single <laughs> you, <laughs> you were like You're having the double I was like Obviously because I'm bigger than you Yeah yeah No I slept in the single bed Barry slept in the double bed uh, it, The room was grand We had a lovely view Out of the room Yeah uh, And then we Headed back into Cork City Centre For The Offensive Charm Live Combat is that what they're called? The Offensive Charms live show. Yeah, okay, grand. Yeah. They, they have like two names for the podcast, don't they? Yeah. Combat Offensive. That was oh, called. sorry, it's Combat Offensive. That's what happens when you have two names for your podcast that's the problem. that are close. Yeah, that's the problem. We discussed that as well. We were yeah. like, because when we were doing like a rugby show, a football show, an MMA show, we were like, should we have like Energize Rugby, Energize Football, mm. Energize MMA? But like, we just stuck under one banner. I think it, I think their, their thing is almost like Offensive Charm brings you Combat Offensive. Yeah. I think. But anyway, Jay and Keen had the two lads on, Ben Askren and Wonderboy. We went down to watch it in their studio. Yeah, Republic of... Work. Republic of Work, they yeah. called it, no? And, what, it was about 40 people at it, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, um, tea and coffee at the ready. Yeah. Um, See, that's the thing. I already had about 10 coffees when I was there, and I was like, Ross, I'm fading, I'm fading here, man. We're going to have to go get monsters. So we actually went around, got monsters... In the rain. I think and that actually saved us, you know that? Yeah, it, it did because it was cold. It was cold, like, not the weather, but the drink. But And you were like, here, I'm going to buy the lotto. I was like, right here, I'm getting it as well. 
neither of us won by the oh, way I haven't checked my one but uh, like it's still there so I'm like you never know also when we were in Cork City we asked this guy where'd you go to the nearest shop and your man was like over the bridge turn right 200 yards down the road and it's just there and then we walked to the shop directly behind this guy and he walked into the house next door yeah. Uh, yeah. and I was like we just said if you follow me I'm heading that way <laughs> don't fo- imagine <laughs> he's funny like why are these guys following me yeah, to the shop. Obviously, yeah. Also, I tried the new green monster, and I was like, "That that worked out well." Yeah, but it's not as good as in the knockos, though. No, no, these these were the savior. These <laughs> were the savior. They really were. Because what's called on, on Saturday? That's a sponsorship out the door already. Like you're like you're giving out a bit. Ah, no, no, no. It the, is, man. The, these these on Saturday were the savior. How many did you have on Saturday? I say I had about four at least. And we we gave loads away as well, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. People were loving that. Yeah. So. Uh, after that event, the lads had their live show. Um, if I had to give one criticism about it, it would be they didn't test their mics before they did it. So everyone sort of sitting there and the mics were going mad. And it was just like me and Ross were like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was more so sitting there thinking the anxiety that would be going yeah. through Barry at that time. Yeah, Whoa, yeah I, was like, I was like contemplating walking out. I was like, oh, here, like, this, is going, this is going bad. Oh, yeah. Will Fury showed up for the live show as well. And he, he sat down beside us. Yeah. Very, very nice guy as well. Uh, he, he was suiting and booted down there. He was, he was looking yeah. very, very fresh. Yeah. So we went back to the hotel. Yeah. Uh, we got a bite to eat. Uh, we decided to have one or two points. Um, then Rich, we got. Which turned into like a load of points. Yeah, in fairness, I think we had about I'm gonna say six points. Yeah. We all happened was we were there. We we're having a few, and then I was like, you know, what? I'll get the book, the infamous book, and write down what sort of questions we should ask at the gig or the event, whatever you want to call it. And then uh, they were sitting down, and then <laughs> like. Uh, Ross, I went to the bathroom and then like Ross is sitting there beside a guy called Shane, Shadow Shane, and his wife, fiance, girlfriend, wife, his other half basically D was there and then like like they ended up sitting with us and then they were like we follow you it was like oh this is gas so like yeah. we were buying drinks for everyone like and we were just like getting loose and I know Shane and D are watching right now if you're not married. We're definitely going to be avoid to the wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll host the wedding. Yeah, we'll host the wedding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Jay came over for a chat. Uh, Ian and Podge came over for a chat. Kiefer Crosby came over and said, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and Will Flurry and Tommy came in for a chat as well. So loads of people sort of popped over to us when yeah. we were sitting there having the points. The Turn Your Rugby Team came over for a chat as well. Turn Your Rugby Team, yeah. They One of them like, waved to us at some stage and I, I didn't know who it was yeah. and I just sort of waved back. Yeah, that could have been... I didn't know what was going on there. But, yeah, it was uh, mad, wasn't it? Yeah, so we actually... We, like, we ended up pretty pissed at you, in fairness. But uh, next morning we woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm a bit here, man. Nine o'clock bell. I couldn't, like, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was such an idiotic thing to do, to be honest. Yeah, but it was one of those things where... When I was going to bed, I was like, oh, I'm grand, buzzing for tomorrow. I think it was, uh, you know what? I think it's one of those things, you know, when you're at a wedding, you can just keep on drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like, we're on such a good buzz that we were just like, this is grand. Yeah. And then. We were too excited. It was like Christmas or something. And then woke up the next morning and I was just, wow. I felt so groggy and I felt. Dehydrated. Deho- yeah, dehydrated. And a, a, but then a, you had a knocko. A bit of a, a bit of a headache and then went down, had the breakfast. Had seventeen cans of knocko into me, and <laughs> I was laughing. I, I was like, I yeah. was like, oh. eventually you just get yourself over it, and you have to get up for the day ahead, you know. Yeah, because also the night before, we I actually forgot to mention, we went into the convention center to see what the layout was like. But there was like a big massive ball on, and me and Ross are just walking in my hoodies, like being like, "All right, definitely should not be here. Definitely now. should not be there." Yeah, but then uh, Saturday rolls around, like we're like, right, showered, 
suited and booted, ready to go in. And like, uh, what did you think the second you walked in? I was like, right, well, there's the octagon. There's a few sponsors around. I saw our podcast corner. I was like, right, Grant. I, 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 I semi wanted to move all the chairs to like yeah. face us, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And then I went upstairs and saw the way that was laid out and went, right, Grant. I, I was I have my bearings now. I, I know where everything is. I'm comfortable. I sort of, it's one of those yeah. things where you want to sort of walk around and be a fan, but you also have to get your own work done as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went around, looked in the media room, saw the guys there and went, right, this is this is fine. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to rock. Yeah, it was such a strange feeling going in because like, you don't know who you know or you don't know or because like we, like I know we have like over 12,000 followers, but we also follow like close to the guts of 6,000. So like there's so many, that's so many people. So therefore like, we mm. could be following someone, they but like we don't notice who they are. Yeah, they don't come up in your timeline yeah, ever. Stuff like that, yeah. Also, we had a sound man down there, and he was like, did our sound, and then like disappeared. And I was like, where is that guy gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we did do it. We did do a lap. Um, it was just like it was like right. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I mean, well, we're just gonna do a live show because the lads were like here, just ask the people to come on. But like we had to then like turn on a big massive speaker so people would actually be like everyone would be hearing us it wouldn't be like just in a little hub corner yeah our setup was it's too low down to the ground I think the only thing we're missing is maybe a slight bit of elevation would, wouldn't have gone amiss I think if if they put our three chairs on a smaller stage yeah. that would have been perfect for us yeah um, but look we were more than happy with what we had yeah uh, the I think that they started letting people in around half ten they did, yeah. They started letting people in around half ten. We were there from about ten past ten. And then we just sort of went around, had a look, and then we just sat down and went, who are we going to get on the show first? Yeah, that was the thing. I was sort of nervous and also a bit hungover, obviously. So I was like, we should start off, like, like ease ourselves into it. And then, so, like, when we went upstairs, like, James Gallagher, Kiefer Crosby, their, their agent, Michael yeah. Venom Page, Luke Knight, Frank Mir, Frank Mir's daughter... Everyone's in like the fighter room. Yeah, everyone was or in the guest room. Yeah, and I was like, I was like intimidated to go in because like, who do we ask first? Or like, I didn't know what to do. Oh, very Ross. Ross just strolls in. He's like, "All right, lads," <laughs> like by himself. And then I was waiting outside for about ten minutes. So I'm like, "Where is he?" And then I stick my head in and like I looked around the whole room. And you're just there in the corner. Oh well, at the end of the day, you're gonna have to speak to these people. Some say, oh, I know, I yeah, well, yeah. you know, oh, act yeah. like I belong there." Yeah, well, that's and the thing. Yeah. I think that's the way you have to go about it. it is, no, that's the thing. It is. It, that is the way. But like, I, don't know, I guess also, shy or something. Those, those people are there to do media. So like. I know. Yeah. I know. Hey, yeah. come over here and do a bit of media. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's important. Yeah. So. Well, like, it's because we were somewhere unnatural. So I was Of course. Yeah. We did uh, con- uh, contemplate getting Will Flurry on our show first. Because we have Will on before. We know Will. Uh, Will yeah. even borrowed some hair gel off me in the morning. Yeah. But, uh, oh, what a guy. I can't actually say enough good things about him. Yeah, no, I, I actually just always wish him the best. He, yeah. He's an absolute We legend. always shout him out. We uh, always wish oh, him the best. I yeah. know we do, but like on a personal level, I'm like, yeah, personal. he's actually just a really nice guy. He is. And yeah. I do wish him the best. He's uh, an absolute monster in, on the mats as well. Yeah. So I was sitting up there and we got the schedule and I turned to Barry and go, Wonder Boys for at 12 o'clock. And Barry's yeah, like, yeah. Jesus, right straight for the juggler really. yeah yeah <laughs> like, go for the main guy at the end of the day I just turned to I went up and went right what's the best way about this I go I'll ask 
JC, who was like managing him on the day first. And she was like, I was like, hey, JC, can I have Wonder Boy from 12 o'clock for 20 minutes? And she was like, absolutely no problem. I go, is he free though? And I go, yeah, I've already checked first. She was like, brilliant. Yeah. So then at 12 o'clock rolls around, I go to Wonder Boy. I go, Wonder Boy, can I have 20 minutes of your time? He goes, absolutely no problem sure where'd you want me i was yeah. like i was like i was like perfect thank god you made this easy so then we yeah. went downstairs brought him over sat him down and do our little bit of setup uh he was like can we have that kind of uh knock on i was like of course you can caribbean very wonder boy and then next thing you know we started and we're chatting away to him. Yeah. It was... Mike's... Like, this is first show. This is actually yeah. our first ever live show as well. Just thinking about yeah. it. And it was with Wonderboy. And the, like then the monitor's on. People are sort of like... Sort of beginning to congregate around and look. And next thing you know... You'll see it when you watch the Wonderboy yeah. video. Yeah. That, that's going to be out tomorrow. So like 24 hours after this episode. Some fella comes in behind us recording and starts taking photos. Yeah. Um. Barry almost got a fright at one stage because yeah. Yeah, we were sort of doing the show and I'm sitting yeah, facing so bas- the crowd. Yeah, so basically the same way because I was sitting here, you were sitting there and Wonderboy was sort of sitting there. Yeah. And like I was sort of looking this way, communicating with you too, right? And then like at the near the very, very end, I sort of, like, I sort of no, because Wonderboy addressed the crowd asking, was he first in the octagon or second in the octagon against Darren Till? And then he yeah. was sort of asking people, and I was like, and then I was like, what? There's actually like loads of people there. But yeah, I there didn't was, know. There was over 100 people standing there. I, and how many people do you think actually was there? Because I told the lads, it, I was like, it was about 40, because I wanted to undersell it. You don't want to be like, no, no, no. 6,000 people were there. No, no, there was over 100 people standing there. That's <laughs> it. There was, like, that's, that's what. Uh, yeah, but I knew there was a good few, but I was like, right, I'll say 40 just not to be like, there was 10, and you're like, oh, 50 people showed up to the, my party. No, no, there was like over 100 people standing there. There was, there was people standing behind people being like, Who's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <It was> Energizer? Who's <laughs> Joss and Larry? Why is everyone looking at the water cooler? Yeah. <laughs> but it was absolutely incredible. I got a fright. I think, I think it's about 25 minutes long, the interview, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he loved it. He didn't want to leave. Yeah. But yeah. We, we sort of had to wrap things up. But I think I think crowd control actually became an issue. No, the two... Yeah, crowd control became an issue. The two lads came over and they were like, lads, there's too many people here. We have to like cut it off. Yeah. And then it was just a bit like... But like, if people were there enjoying themselves, why turn off the, the, the roller coaster? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, obviously, there's, I don't know, health and safety and, and, and fire and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but look, right. Wonder Boy enjoyed it. The crowd enjoyed it, yeah. and we enjoyed it, and that's all that matters. And like, that's yeah. what Foycon's there for for to have people like Wonder Boy entertain the crowd. Exactly, yeah. And I felt like we were doing a good job. I listened back to the video; it turned out pretty good because I had to make sure all the sound and mm-hmm. all. Because like, if people that aren't one hundred percent aware, I have the headphones in because I'm listening back. I'm listening to the show while it's live, whereas like when you're just used to are, are talking. Because like Wonder Boy asked me to, to repeat myself, and then I said it closer to the mic, but I forgot he can't actually hear. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I need to go close. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that that's all the that's the that's the way podcasts are, you know. But uh yeah, that's gonna be out tomorrow. Make sure to check that out. Make sure to give that a like and put a comment on it as well because we asked him some really cool questions. He lets us know who he wants to take on next, all the stuff he's doing in the background. Just uh it's amazing stuff and it was great. First ever live show and it's gonna be it was with Steve Wonderboy Thompson. So like I mean not many people can say that. Yeah. But he, uh, the, he was buzzing after that as well. He was, he? he was. So were we, man. We yeah. were like, Oh my god, and I was like after I was a bit like I don't know what to do now because like that went pretty well. And then uh, off to a great start though. Oh, great start, great start. Yeah. Um, we didn't really get much worse after we uh, went straight next for our next biggest target. Really. Yeah. 
we got MVP Michael Venom Page on the show. Yeah, we've actually been out with Michael Venom Page once, and then we've like met him like four or five times. Yeah, now, we? yeah. I, I, during the build up to the Richie Colley fight, I interviewed him. Um, we're actually good mates with his. It's like, what, what will Luke be? His manager? I think, I think he's his agent. No, Someone got to yeah. do that, yeah. He's well, like, Luke's like MVP's go to guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, so. yeah, Luke also works for Bellator and, and Paradigm. And Paradigm, yeah. So, yeah, Luke, Luke's an absolute legend. Wearing the freshest kicks ever at the event as well. I was like, yeah. Jeez, those yokes are slick. Yeah. We got MVP uh, anyway. That was like. We actually that, went that to that go to a... in the cage. And one of the girls took the photo in the cage. They had like ring girls there and took like one of the yeah. most shocking photos ever. I was yeah. like, that yoke's blurry. If I was a regular fan, I'd have to queue back up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not that I'm not a regular fan, but if I was a paying guest as opposed to a partnered yeah. person, I'd have if to queue If you pay the full whack, you want the proper photograph. Yeah, but like, take that again. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, t- I think I just didn't look. You were like, I'm going to ask him. I was like, right, I'll just get the phone. I don't care. It was, it was more so, we weren't even in there for the photo. No. What happened was, I was like, I want to ask MVP. Would he come on the show? You were dying to get yeah. MVP on the show. And then it was just like, might as well ask him in the cage. Yeah. And he was like, if it's okay with the Foycon lads, and I was like, lads, it's okay if MVP comes out next. And I think what was happening was MVP was finished at 2 o'clock. And we asked him to come on the show at 2 o'clock. Yeah. So we actually kept MVP in the building for an extra 20 minutes or so. Yeah, that was about 20 minutes as well. That, yeah. Yeah. And that was good crack as well. That was great to talk to him as well. He loved it. Barry discussed like love island and stuff. <laughs> Would he ever go on? And... <laughs> We, we were talking about... Uh, <laughs> Je- it was funny. We were talking about James Haskell's yeah. independent MMA debut. Yeah. Uh, James Haskell was on um, I'm Celebrity Get Me Out of Here and then he's training with MVP. Mm. So therefore, I was like, would you then go on a... We're not going to catch you on Love Island this summer, are we? Because like, Tommy Fury was on. It, it was a joke. Yeah. It was funny. People, he loved it. I can't wait for people he not to it. laugh and not no, to subscribe. In fairness, he gave a really good uh, insight on the... Uh, Douglas Lima, Musashi five yeah. for the Beltor middleweight title. Yeah. The key so, thing, the key thing that we do on the show, chats. we get we get people to be relaxed and like, mm. like almost want to stay there longer. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was class. Yeah. It was great to have them on. Yeah. Make sure to check out that that MVP video when it comes out. So you should probably subscribe right now and hit that bell so you'll know when it comes out. On uh, the bell. Yeah. Ding dong. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then after that, we went back upstairs and we were like sitting in the room and it was so surreal because like. Like as I said earlier, there was like like obviously Frank Mir, Ben Askren, uh, like James Gallagher, Kiefer Crosby. They're all like sort of talking, like we're getting part of the conversation. I was like, this would be such a funny like Snapchat or like mm. Instagram story to put up, but they would like get the fuck out. And also they could all batter me. So even Frank Mir's daughter would have given me a, like a head look. But uh, I was like, this is so surreal because like you hear loads of stuff being said about these people, and like to see them actually just being themselves they are totally different to what you think. Like, someone in particular who really stood out was James Gallagher. Like, yeah. the, the amount of, like, abuse he gets all the time online, and then you see him just being there and just being himself. And he's only 23, which is crazy, but it's like, he is actually a really good guy. Yeah, yeah and he's like, a really, really nice guy. Yeah. I actually don't have a bad word to say about him. And if anything, like, I've more so changed my opinion on him that. Yeah. Yeah. He's very humble, he's very approachable, he's very nice guy to chat yeah. to. You know what I mean? Uh, it see, he does slightly me... guard himself to the media. Like He knows when he has to be on yeah. or off because like he is trying to sell sell tickets as well at the end of the day. But it almost makes me appreciate more knowing that that's just a salesman side to him as opposed to that's who he is, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I actually think he seems like 
quite a quiet chap, really. You yeah. know what I mean? When yeah. he's sitting at home, he's he's very, very chill. He's very family orientated as yeah. well. I'm sure he's learning off the best Connor. Connor tells him to he's gonna give him pointers how to sell tickets, you know? Absolutely. And he's basically he, the he face very of, well. He's almost the face of Bellator. Especially in Europe. Definitely in Europe anyway. Uh, well definitely in the lower weight classes I, I, as well. I would say he's probably headlined more shows in Bellator in Europe than anyone else. And also been scheduled too as well. Yeah. yeah. He he's an absolute phenom of yeah. a, a merchandiser or a, a marketable fighter. He's the yeah. most marketable f- fighter in Europe, I'd say. Yeah. Between himself and MVP. Yeah. One thing I do want to apologize to the, the people checking out the show now is uh we did want to also get Frank Mir on the show. Uh Funky Ben Askren and James. But like there are times where I was so locked in. It wasn't that easy because we weren't on their set roster to come over. We almost mm. had to be like, Can you please do our show? And like Ben Askren was so tired he went back to his hotel for a while and then for like, a nap yeah for a nap so like we weren't able to w- wake him up uh, you asked him about the fox catcher what did he say to you yeah uh, no I asked Ben, ben asking about um, the, the fox catcher so basically for people that don't know if you haven't seen the documentary or movie the fox catcher a lot a lot of American wrestlers once they left college they had, they couldn't compete anymore so the fox catcher was set up for these people to work full time and live on the, the property in Philadelphia and so I asked Ben Askren, would that, because Ben Askren's retired now, so I would have been like, maybe that was a possibility in his head to go there, but he said it was just beyond him. But uh, Mark Schultz was, like, renowned. He was Olympic gold medalist as well. Yeah. So he would have been, like... It was almost like a cult that they had there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a pure... T- yeah, it was like a community team. Mm. They wanted to be the best in the world. I was just like, right, Ben Askren competed in, in the Olympics. I would have thought he would have been aspired to go there. Yeah, but Kurt that Angle was, just was like part of it, wasn't he? That was a, yeah, Kurt Angle was trained there as well. Fact. Yeah. But um, we were waiting there and then like we asked, could we get Kiefer on? Supposedly Kiefer was busy, but then we hung around for a bit and then we we're like, Kiefer, would, do you mind coming on the show? And he's like, what's your show? <laughs> yeah. Straight away, he was like, what's your show? It's like, Energizer. With Joss and Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, right, Ross, you just sort this out. I'm going downstairs, getting everything ready. He came down and then uh, he did, he's, you see it on the, the show, so make sure to subscribe if you want to check that one out. He's yeah, like, what, this is... Start to it. He's like, he's like, what? Just talking the microphone and all this? Yeah, this was a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was fully. Yeah, he was there for about half an hour with us. Uh, he was enjoying it as well. Um, but th- we were, we had to wrap that one up as well, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, look, Kiefer enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We got a good insight into you know his upbringing, yeah. his strength and. Uh, condition his nutrition i feel like we ask questions that like there's no videos out there about his background what made him get into it yeah that sort of stuff rather than just knowing he's knocks a head off people you know <laughs> yeah true yeah and i feel like there's not that many key for crosby infused that aren't post-fight or pre-fight that's what i mean yeah 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 there's, there's very few sort of ah Kiefer, how are you getting on yeah and then it was like almost the end of the day the time flew mm. that's the that's the thing yeah you know what i mean i would have been more like not aggressive but more like right this one now this one now this mm. one now this one now it was one of those things where also we had to be respectful of what else is going on in yeah. the day and, and the other fans yeah the fans, the other had... fans and you didn't want to take them away from something else yeah come watch this yeah. look i think we did a really good job we provided some excellent entertainment yeah. hopefully hopefully you guys like what we put out as well because it is all about you as well and then uh, we finished up the day with uh our good friend will flurry yeah who, which is another brilliant interview and uh, he actually got really really deep in it he did, and didn't he? Yeah. he he we discussed uh how me and will both like a nice pair of socks true and his mindset and what fighting means to him um what makes 
him different from the rest. Yeah. The whole experience is very humbling. That was like basically mm. the end of the event at five o'clock. And uh, as I said earlier, I do like, I wish we had got more people on. But I think next time, like, I, I think we did a good job for Foycon. I think people were entertained by what we did. And that's not even trying to be big headed or any sort of thing. It, it was just like we went there with, with the goal to give people like a good time, make them laugh. Mm. Well, we drew a big audience and people stayed yeah. and people were. People kept coming up to me and like, who are you having on next? <laughs> yeah. yeah we, <laughs> after the first one, after the first one, they go through us. Who are you having on next? And I'm going, to, I think my MVP, <laughs> but we don't really have a set time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, oh, that was brilliant. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was quite funny. It got yeah. to a sort of stage where I was like, you should tell them to come on our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny, in fairness, there was other people that we would have even considered ha- having on there, like uh, Ryan Spillane was there. Yeah. Uh, he's recently signed with Bellator uh, Heavyweight. Um, Lahan was there. Yeah. Uh, would have had him on as well. But it also comes down to the fact that uh, Barry's now editing all the shows and to have to edit six shows, you know what I mean, within a week on top of what everything else he has to do is a lot. You know what I mean? Um, and work and sleep yeah and sleep and work and yeah but yeah. i'm not complaining but it's just oh, uh, oh no it's just a lot and, uh, yeah. and we uh, we also were like here look if 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 we're doing one right now we don't we don't we want to give them 100 percent attention yeah knowing that frank Mir might be walking out the door now it's just been like like no offense to the lads but they live in ireland yeah whereas like it frank, also, it's also quite tiring as well you know what i mean it is isn't it yeah yeah, it, yeah it, you're performing you are performing literally but it, anyway if we're back we'll be back down in cork probably for a cage warriors event so yeah, we'll be able to interview those lads then. Yeah, man, they're they're, they're only at the beginning of their careers. Yeah, you know what I mean, but um, like after I felt like like obviously we were tired, but uh, like I was like really proud of that moment. Like we've been looking forward to that for ages, and um, like it went off without a hitch. Hopefully, next time we did like such like a good enough job that we get asked back first of all, but yeah. second of all, we actually get a time slot with the fighters, so we get like a half an hour like allocated with each fighter. Yeah, hopefully so. That would be that's what well, you're gonna have to negotiate. Yeah, well, I think I think that's definitely what's gonna work out best. Yeah, I think that would be added entertainment because I think there was sort of gaps in the day where people were like, "Oh, what are we do next?" Yeah. So, yeah, I think that could be something that they could look at doing uh, in the future for the next one. Yeah. But look, at the end, of it the was day, only the first one. It was the first one ever. Yeah. I'm sure and the lads knew, have plenty of learning curves that yeah, they're going to go through. Yeah, but um, who, who knew how good we would be or not be live, you know what I mean, as well, you know? That's also true. Uh, I yeah. think we did a smashing job, and I think the feedback that we got down there, sure, I think it goes to show, I think we got, like, 200 to 300 new followers from Cork yeah. from the event, so yeah. if that doesn't say a lot, then what does? That's actually very true, yeah. Shout out to everyone. If, you're, if you yeah. are new to the show, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you are watching the show and didn't follow us on Instagram down there, make sure you do. Yeah. Uh, Ross, just in closing at FoyCon, what's your overall thoughts of it? Um, let us know what you think. I think it was an absolutely incredible uh, event. It was brilliant to bring so many big-name fighters all to one place. Cork. Especially to Cork, considering a lot of the, It was said to us numerous times that mo- any time something like this would happen, the guys from Cork would have to go up to Dublin. Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, and I just thought that love to do it again, and I'm excited to see where the next FICOM takes place. Here, 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 yeah. here. Yeah, thanks a million, everyone. And now 
we're going to move into UFC 248 because uh, as we do on the combat show, we let you know the continuous crack in the world of mixed martial arts and boxing. But uh, before we actually kickstart this part of UFC 248, over the weekend, we did have a half title fight on the line in UFC Norfolk. Joey Benavidez lost. He made weight. His opponent, what is it? Devison Figueroa. Devison Figueroa did not make weight. Devison Figueroa then won by TKO. And now there is no champion in the flyweight division. Ross, what's the situation here? Are they going to get rid of the flyweight division? Because it's an absolute mess right now. And I'm sh- I'm sh- 100% sure Henry Cejudo is like, do I get the belt back now? It's a shit show. He's already come out and said, and still. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> the absolute cringe bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually think Devison Figueroa is after killing the flyweight division. If the flyweight division was not hanging on by a thread leading into this fight, it really is hanging on by a thread now. Yeah. It's got no champion. I thought Joey Benavidez would have been such a good champion for the division. Same here. Uh, he's an absolute gentleman of a fighter. Uh, fan of the show. I feel so bad for him and his wife, Megan, who's absolutely lovely. Yeah. We love as well. I think the flyweight division is going to be abolished. If you look at Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, I don't think there was anyone who was a bigger fan than I was. He couldn't carry the division. Yeah. Henry Cejudo left the division. Even though that's exactly, he said exactly he was not going to do that. He said he was going to go up and fight Dillashaw, win that belt, and then he wasn't going to leave it forever. Yeah, people just people people say things and then they get they get a the voice. Yeah, then, but they yeah. get a voice as well. And also, like the the more money you have, the more you want to eat. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's sort of that. Uh, the other thing from UFC Norfolk was there was actually a few little things. I'm going to go through them real fast. Um, Megan Anderson and Felice uh, Spencer both won. Yeah. So one of them will be fighting Amanda Nunes for the featherweight title next. Give Amanda Nunes the chance yeah. to defend her featherweight title. And then she'll be the only champ champ to defend both titles. Yeah, um, Amanda, nice... Nu- Amanda Nunes is right now looking to defend her title at UFC 250. That's In on Brazil. Brazil. And the other thing was our mate, Ion Cotibla. Did you see that? Did you see that stoppage? Did you? No, I didn't know. Uh, he was basically fighting your man. He was playing possum a bit and pretend to be a bit rocked, and then threw a big overhand. And the ref stopped in and went, "Oh no, no, you're rocked. You're you're knocked out." And he was like, "What are you talking about?" No way. It, it was mad. It really, really was. Uh, I think that's sort of the highlights of the weekend's fights. In fairness, we actually went through UFC Norfolk for being a, such a small card, more than we do most other ones, didn't we? We did. But it did have, like, we barely would have even talked about it if it wasn't for that, that main event, like, turning into an absolute shit show. Uh, Michael Bisping did say that they should run that fight back because they both clashed heads and Benavides was sort of rocked through that. But let's see what happens. That's the only thing people are really yeah, clamoring that, for. That, that's only worth running back if Figueroa can make weight. <sighs> I can't believe, like, it's the biggest fight of your career and you miss weight for it. I know, man. Mad, isn't it? I know, yeah. But here, look, let's not dwell on it because this weekend, Israel Adesanya, the champ, is taking on Yoel Romero in the middleweight division. This is for the middleweight title. Ross, where do you want to start? Do you want to start on this or should we look at other people on the card? Because it, Sean O'Malley is on this card, finally back after a long, like, a long, long layoff. Well, you sound like you want to talk about Sean O'Malley, so will we work our way up the card? Yeah, Sean, Ma- Sean O'Malley is headlining the ESPN card. Uh, he's taking on Jose Quinones in the bantamweight division. 
Yeah, I think uh, Sean O'Malley is probably going to win this one by submission. Uh, Quinones lost to Nathaniel Wood by submission, so I think he's susceptible for submissions. I can see a rear naked choke by Sean O'Malley. Hopefully he uh, is fit and healthy coming into this one and he gets the job done because he's an interesting character, really. Yeah, there is other fighters on the card like Alex Cowboy Oliveira. He's the Brazilian cowboy. He's he's taking on Max Griffin. They expect a slugfest here. That could be a fight of the night. Yeah, uh, Neil Magny's taking on Ji Jing Liang. Um, that's going to be another scrap anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously, but, uh, if it's, it's going to be a scrap. Like, Neil Magny's got cardio for days, and uh, Li Jing Liang hits very, very hard. Yeah. So it should be a good one. Yeah, it's good. It's actually good for the Asian audience mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Benil Darius is taking on Dracker Close as well. Darius. Uh, Darius is going to be looking for the sub there. He's won his last three, and Close, I think, is 11-1. So he's... Uh, looking to make some noise in that lightweight division. Yeah, and then in the co-main event, Wei Li Zhang is taking on Joanna Yanjiechik. Uh, Wei Li Zhang just won the title there previously against um, Jessica Andrade. Joanna Yanjiechik has lost Jessica Andrade. What do we expect? No, she beat Jessica Andrade. She beat Jessica Andrade. So, like, MMA match... Yanjiechik is 2-3 and three in her last five fights. Uh, well, she did she lost to Shevchenko and Rose twice, and then I think she beat Waterson. And was it Andrade in the middle of that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so but uh, uh, we all know MMA maths does not add up. So no, Wei, it doesn't. Wei Li Zhang is undefeated, isn't she? And then Joanna is coming off like uh, like yeah, probably she's fifteen and three. She's gone through a hard time right now. But like, what are you expecting for this? Well, fight? She, she just beat Michelle Watterson in her last fight. That's how she got the title fight. Um, yeah, but there is like a. Gap, oh, I know there's a gap class. in levels there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michelle Watterson's a great fighter, but she's not the champion fighter. Yeah. Um, when it really comes down to it. Wei Li Zhang, it's almost like she's still a bit of an unknown quantity, really. True. You know what I mean? She went in there and she beat Jessica Andrade very fast. She knocked her out. I don't know whether Wei Li Zhang is the real deal. Do you know? No, but she might have just, you know, gotten a lucky punch and then next thing you know. She looked hard, like hard. But she seems it. Rock and hard. Like for China, it's going to be absolutely incredible. Like she's. That's what the UFC are looking for, a superstar in the Chinese market. Yeah. Think about how fresh she is as well compared to Yuana. Yuana's coming off like some big losses and like we all know Yuana is like such a like um person that like it's an emotional fighter. Emotional fighter, yeah, like like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, well I think Fair play for saving me there, but yeah, she is very emotional. Like she's gone through some high highs and lows right now, whereas Wei Ling Zhang is obviously just on a trajectory. I think Yuana actually fights better if she doesn't like the person she's fighting. I don't yeah. think she actually has anything against uh, Wei Ji Lang. Well, Wei, Wei Li Zhang has against her. Yuana was sl slagging the coronavirus. Yeah, but I think that's more so that Wei Li has something against. Yeah, Yuana, yeah, that's what I mean. Yuana has against. Uh, yeah, no. So maybe the roles are now reversed. The uh, hunter becomes the hunted. Potentially. So uh, to be honest, I, I don't really know what I'm gonna expect out of this fight. I think I'm gonna expect it to go the distance. And if I had to pick someone, I think I like. Uh, Wei Li to be honest I only think, because only because her punches are going to be harder uh, but I just think she's a bit bigger I think yeah. I also think she's a better grappler than Joanna as well I think Wei Li as well yeah, well, let us know you know as well because mm. that's going to like it's going to be a good one knows? It it's going to be, be a great strike it's a strike fest one on one never rule out Joanna really yeah well then look look at this one now Israel Adesanya the champs taking on Yoel Romero if I haven't announced that five times here's the sixth uh, Ross what are you expecting to this Yoel Romero is coming off a loss Israel Adesanya is coming off a great win against Robert Whitaker. I actually think Yoel Romero's got like it, 
one of like the most unstoppable. He's one of the most unstoppable forces in UFC history. If you just look at the fella, he's absolutely incredible. Yeah. He's built like an absolute shit brick house. And a lot of people are criticizing this fight saying, Yo Romero is one and three in his last four fights. But if you actually look at Yo Romero's last four fights, he lost a very close decision to Paolo Costa in the last fight. Some yeah. people thought he won. True. He beat Robert Whitaker, or sorry, he beat Luke Rockhold in the fight before. Smashed him. And uh People thought that was actually... I think that was for the title at one side, wasn't it? He didn't make weight. He didn't make weight. So he would have been the champ if he made weight. Yeah. A bit like Devison Figueroa. But you have to make weight to become the champ. That's facts. And then the other two times he fought Robert Whitaker, people thought he won those fights as well. Yeah. Uh, I actually think he missed weights for those fights as well, didn't he? Yeah, it was short notice. Yeah, so he better not miss weight for this fight. That's all I'll say. But Yoel Romero, he could almost be... I think he's 13-4. and four. He could easily be 17-1. and one, You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It really, really could be. And Say that to uh, Chris Weidman. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Smash the bleeding head yeah. off him. Now, the thing is, um, people do say, once you fight Yoel Romero, you come your out career's over. You come out with a different man. Like, you were you not do. the same. You do. Uh, Luke Rockhold said it was like kicking steel when he was kicking him. Israel Adesanya, though. He's a different gravy. Go on. Um, first of all, I'm really excited to see his walkout. Yeah. T-Mobile Arena well we already know the best dancer is Joel Romero yeah when they had a dance off I couldn't believe Joel Romero was killed him could you no I was like and, oh, and I you like tried to recover <laughs> and it was just like oh, man what are you doing it was now? too Stop. much of a win wasn't yeah. it yeah it's like you pull up in your like your new BMW and then all of a sudden it's like a, a Ferrari yeah, yeah. it's like right like, what's that saying it's like the girl she says uh, the guy she says don't worry about and then yeah. The girl, yeah, yeah yeah it was one of those yeah one of those uh, but Israel Adesanya He's what, 17 now, 16 now? He's possibly the best striker in MMA right now. Yeah. And he loves a challenge. I think that's what people really like about Izzy, isn't it? That he wants to fight yeah. the very best. And he wants to fight all the top middleweights. He's calling out John Jones. He's already fought Anderson Silva, Derek Brunson, Robert Whitaker. And Yoel Romero is, is next on his list. Is he biting off more than he can chew? Is he? Is he? You tell me, Barry. I don't know. See, the thing is, like, if it's coming down to striking, Adesanya will dominate. But your Al Mamero can just do that absolute, like, spring of, like, yeah. death knee to the face and you are dead. Like, this mm. is almost like what we were talking about when it was Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. It's like, Tyson Fury is basically Israel Adesanya. He'll dominate, but Deontay Wilder could come back, a.k.a. Romero could mm. come back with the death point, like, death move. I think one thing that it was quite telling is the only fight I didn't discuss about Adesanya was the Gaslam fight. And Gaslam was able to touch Adesanya quite a bit in that fight. Yeah. Also, and Romero I, Romero did compete. He got silver, he's a silver medalist, medalist in the Olympics as mm, well for wrestling. He, and he never used that wrestling. But like, if he was ever going to use it, it'd be, it should yeah. be now. Uh, I think that's the one thing. If Yo Romero does touch Adesanya with those four-ounce gloves on, that could be all she wrote. Colin Hill, man. Get off the bleeding fence. See, every time I watch Joe Romero fight, I, I think he wins even when he gets the decision against him. Yeah. I thought he won all those fights. And if I had to pick on this fight, I'm going to say Adesanya more so because Joe Romero got that like 27 million against USADA, didn't he? Yeah. And I feel like it's less important to him now. 
And also, I don't even know if he's going to make weight. I think Adesanya is going to win. And I think he'll maybe like a fourth round TKO stoppage because Romero will be knackered. That's actually good. Like, I was thinking it's going to be late. I think decision, possibly not. Mm. That's a good call. I'd, I'd agree with Ross. Ross, uh, people have previously said it is a good idea to watch this show to get some betting tips. So uh, I think we're both going Wei Li Zhang and uh, Israel Adesanya. Both to remain on still. And still. Yeah, just before we finish up the combat part of the show, uh, it was announced that Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder are going to take on each other again for the third time. It's going down in on July 18th. And then today, it's been confirmed Anthony Joshua will take on Kurbrat Pulev in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on June 20th. Uh, just one more thing as well. This weekend, John O'Carroll's taking on uh, Quig, Owen Quig. Yeah. Uh, that's going no, Scott Quigg Scott Quigg in Manchester also shout out to Paul Hughes who's competing in the Cage Warriors Manchester that's this weekend as well and uh, shout out to Coco Co- Craig Coakley he's fighting in Wolverhampton this weekend so if you do enjoy the MMA combat boxing crack shows make sure to like make sure to subscribe and stay energised because well, now well I was going to ask you do you think that the winner of Wilder uh, Fury 3 has to fight the winner of Joshua this year Oh, at the end of the year. Hopefully. Well, it depends how battered each one will get, you know. Yeah, but if they both come out relatively unscathed, are they fighting oh. before the end of the year? Yeah, they'll be there. So they'll be ringside. Grant, I just want to be like, that's it. And hopefully Wilder won't wear a really heavy suit for the walkout this time. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the worst excuse forget, of all time. Forget the suit. But uh, we're going to just move into the world of football because last week the Champions League was back on. Uh, Ross, where do we really start with this? Because there were some serious uh, wins and um, a few little upsets there as well yeah a few, uh, uh, just a few we should probably start with Chelsea getting absolutely demolished by Bayern Munich 3-0 yeah it was a very very poor performance by Chelsea it was an absolutely brilliant performance by Bayern Munich in what they were up against they made it look relatively easy at times didn't they uh, yeah. Chelsea's inexperience really shone through and players like Nabry and uh, Lewandowski sort of had that field day with them they really did. How, how do you think they just managed to just open the floodgates? Well, it looks at Chelsea's team when Lampard picked his starting lineup, and it looks so average. It was Mountain Barkley in behind Giroud. Yeah. Remember I said that to you? I was yeah. like, I don't know how they're going to get a goal. Unless, yeah. obviously, you cross it in, Giroud heads it in, but like. Yeah, but you when, need when, when, plan that's B. Your own, when that's your only sort of plan. hope, it's not really great. And sure, Munich were playing Alaba at centre half as well. Yeah, do you know who was really good for Bayern? The left back, the Canadian guy. Oh, uh, Alfonso Davis. Yeah, he was quality. Yeah. He's really, really good. Although he made one tackle, I know, like was close to the penalty box. So I was like, oh, a bit dodgy. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, class. He's clearly one of those sort of modern day attacking fullbacks. Yeah. He's, more, I, like, he's probably like their Trent Alexander Arnold. Man, he was great. He's definitely one to watch out for. Yeah. Um, what's Chelsea also got a player sent off in the game, but where do you think they sort of go from here now? Because a 3-0, it's not over till the fat lady sings. But this and, game's over. Yeah, but they, they're, they're not going to go to the Allianz and get the job done. They don't have... To, they don't have I know they will. I feel like they won't. Obviously, the bookies will be agreeing with us. But one goal and it is sort of on, like, you know. I, I just don't see it. I don't see them going to the Allianz and being able to score three, if not four goals. Uh, Bayern Munich are too sure at the back. You know, players like Kimmich, uh, Sula... Uh, Alaba uh, Davies like those players like they're all experienced players like Bayern Munich it's very rare uh, that they score Davies isn't yeah but the others are 
or very season Manuel Neuer in goal. I mean, yeah. I, I don't see Chelsea being able to turn them over. If they were playing City and they beat City 3 0, I'd be like, oh, maybe if City yeah. scored early. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jamie, man. I don't know how it could back. Uh, yeah, yeah but so, they, also, they also have like Thiago Thiago just I mean, oh man he, once he gets he, he, once he's allowed to get going it's the game is on it really is yeah but uh, in the other game that night Napoli drew one over Barcelona Napoli scored basically like sat back and then uh, Vidal got sent off near the end but uh, 1-1 after the first leg Barcelona coming off a loss over the weekend against Real Madrid and El Clasico uh, I, th- I think Barcelona will turn around I think it's too much for them to go wrong to lose to Napoli at home. Yeah. I think Barcelona will win 1-2-0 and it'll be fine. Messi will, Messi will save the day there. <laughs> I don't know if that Barcelona team is good enough to go on and actually compete in this year's Champions League I know. for the title. But I think they'll do enough to get past Napoli. They should be able to. As far as definitely out for like the very rest of the season, is he? Yeah, he might be back for like the last two weeks or something. But yeah, I don't but think that's, so. that's what I mean. If they get towards the Champions League final, he actually might be back. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, a, a shocker then came out came out from Wednesday's results. Leon beat Juventus one 0 at home. Uh, I felt like Juventus could have got a couple of penalties here. Maybe who knows? But one uh, 0 to Leon against Juventus. What just want to make of that, Ross? That was people definitely lost their accumulators with that one. Yeah, definitely. So, and you know what? I think that one makes the return leg very interesting. Uh, Juventus are gonna have to, you know pull out all the stops in Turin to make sure they get the job done because yeah. they can be winning 2-0 Leon score and then they're true you know what I mean why do you think Juventus I know obviously they did, like you can't win every game but what do, you, what do you think really Juventus are lacking here because I think la- like last week's show I said I think Juventus is going to win the whole thing who did you say Bayern I'm pretty sure you said Bayern yeah I think I did yeah <laughs> yeah well you did now well yeah but like Juventus lose 1-0 to Leon like we sort of wrote Leon off I think I think it's more so Juventus are sort of top the range team, uh, and then Lyon are almost like a Europa League team. I'm not trying to be offensive, but they didn't get up for it. <clears throat> yeah, they, they obviously didn't get up for it. Uh, I almost think you know Juventus midfield is maybe lacking a bit. Did, yeah, they keep changing it. Mm. I don't think like they have like these are our best midfielders. And this is what we're going with. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, we're obviously expecting. Ronaldo and Cole to get a few goals. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, Diabala as well has got to stand up and be counted for. And the last game. I was wondering where you're moving. Go on, fix it. I'll fix that. Yeah. In the last game, Real Madrid lost 2 1 to Man City. Man City came back from 1 0 down. And then also, Real Madrid nearly. I mean, sorry, Man City were nearly true for to make a 3 1. And then uh, Sergio Ramos got sent off. This Plus, game that, that's a great win for Man City anyway. Absolutely phenomenal win. This game got turned on its head in a matter of moments, didn't it? Uh, Real Madrid went up and scored their goal. Uh, it was 1-0. <laughs> and it's not his fault, but what happened was Gareth Bale came on. right? Yeah. And the next thing you know, uh, City were 2-1 up and Ramos sent off. It's not looking very hopeful for Madrid to come over to the Etihad and get the job done, is it? You don't think so, no? I don't think so. I look at that Real Madrid team. I know they just beat Barcelona 2-0 in El Clasico. But that team doesn't like strike any fear into anyone, I don't think, anymore. <laughs> why, why not? Yeah, I know. But why not? There's, but like, there's something a bit off yeah, but, about them. Yeah, but who's the go-to guy? I think Benzema is now the go-to guy. And like Vinicius, 
he probably will be good in two year, two or three years' time. He scored there over the weekend. It was yeah. only his second goal of the season. I think just possibly, well, definitely in the league. I don't mm. know about the whole... But, like, tell me from midfield up who, who's Real Madrid's best players. Well, like, Modric is 34 there. And yeah. And Tony Cruz must be, what, 32? He he was playing... He, he set up Vinic- Vinicius there on the weekend. Or Vinicius, whatever. Yeah. Whatever his name is. He's definitely going to play next game. Anyway. Yeah, of course. And Sergio Ramos have... is going to be a huge loss. Yeah. But, like, you look at that, you have Cruz... Uh, Casemiro and Modric like they look like they're not at the race anymore and then up front yeah. you have Benzema Vinicius and who plays the other one is it Velasquez who plays the right attack no it was Valverde was playing or Valverde you know what I mean and like not being bad but like Valverde who in, in, I don't, but yeah, I don't really know anything about him yeah near as well I'm sitting there going starting for Real Madrid you know what I mean it's not Dembele Griezmann Suarez and um, Messi, Yeoman, yeah. or Salah, Mane, Firmino. So, what, what's your head telling you right now about that game in the reverse fixture? I think City gets the job done again. You know that. I, th- I think Pep must. They must be like up for the Champions League this year, saying, "You know what, guys? Um, we might not be in this competition next year." Yeah. So, let's so this is probably your last chance to win it. With, yeah. With us, yeah. Um, then the last sixteen, some fixtures came out. Uh, some draw. The draws were made. In the Europa League. The Europa League last 16. Um, Man United got through. Arsenal got knocked out. Wolves are through. Wolves are now playing Olympiacos. Um, Man United playing Lask. Celtic got knocked out. Inter Milan went through. Rangers went through. Um, oh, I think this is just gearing up for an Inter Milan Man United final. Do you think so? Do you think United yeah. could get there? I think so. Uh, I think that is a very strong showing against uh, Bruges in, in the home leg. Uh, let me have a quick look at who else in there. Sevilla versus Roma, I think like, that's, that's a decent game. That's that's a contender. I think Bayer Leverkusen are a bit of a contender. Inter Milan and Man United. I think Shakhtar Donetsk like aren't great away from home over two legs, and then maybe Wolves if they get going. Wolves are flying at the moment. They also play gorgeous football. Not, yeah, but the Diogo Jota. Yeah, Jota's He's, class. Someone's going to try that. Jimenez, brilliant. I could see Liverpool trying to get him now. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know what? Real Madrid might go get him. Yeah. I'm messing. It's a crazy, crazy sport. Um, obviously the Premier League is is almost wrapped up for Liverpool, even though yeah. they lost their own defeated streak. Liverpool have lost the last two games in Rome, man. True. Maybe they'll lose the next twenty eight games. Who knows what's going to happen? They might get knocked out of the Champions League as well. And then uh, our new Carabao Cup champions are Man City. They beat Aston Villa. Man, they're not new. Well, they won the last three Carabao. Yeah, Cups. no, but the new, the, the newly crowned, the defending, the defending, and, and still, still <laughs> and still, and still, I think, Carabao I think, Cup champions. I think that sort of wraps things up. But here, yeah. make sure to tune in next week. Make sure to, to like and subscribe. Also, check out the the upcoming uh, oh, interviews we have coming during the week. One last thing uh, before we wrap up the last football bit is uh, the Premier League announced that they're going to set up a Hall of Fame. Did you see that? No. So the Premier League are going to set up a Hall of Fame, and they're going to induct two people in the Hall of Fame. To start off. Who do you think those two people should be? Alex Ferguson and Arsene Wenger. Oh, interesting. Uh, I never really thought about putting manager in, but now that you say that, Alex Ferguson, because like, how could you not? And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No, and Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs is the most successful Premier League footballer of all time. Oh, yeah, I get you, yeah. But like, I don't know if they can put two United people in first. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. But in terms of the Premier League, who's the most successful team of all time? Yeah, yeah. I wonder are they going to start doing like, putting in specific players and then like are they going to put a team in are they going to put like the Invincibles into the Hall of Fame you know what I mean who knows it'd be interesting to see what way they do yeah 
And uh, who's going to like vote or who's there? I think the fans vote to start off. Oh, see, that's the thing. Yeah, but then like next thing you know, you have played Hoopia in in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. It's like Dwight York, Dwight York, and Andy Cole. Yeah, does that? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, well, they get so. jackets like to do in the NFL and stuff. And uh, well, I think so. The UFC started making the Hall of Fame jackets and sending them yeah, to people. I heard that, that. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So, uh, guys, thanks a million. Uh, if it is your first time ever watching an Energized YouTube show or listening Sp- to us on Spotify or, or SoundCloud or SoundCloud or iTunes, or- let us know. Uh, yeah. Send us a DM on Instagram or leave a comment below on YouTube. And, guys, thanks so much for watching us. We love doing the show. Hope you guys love listening. Yeah. And as always, stay, stay energized. energized.